This is the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. Julie shares uncommon wisdom on feminine ways of becoming fully resourced so you can help save our beautiful planet. Listen in if you want to heal your money story and do your part to birth a planet-forward consciousness. Welcome back to the Prosperous Feminine Podcast. I'm Julie Steelman. I'm so excited to be here with you. As you can hear, (laughs) I've been a little bit sick and have a frog in my throat, but I wouldn't fail to show up for you because this is one of my most favorite things to do. And I have a special secret guest today. Her name is Bonnie Lynn. We have been in a feminine power pod together and have fallen madly in love with her and her wisdom. She's one of those who You know, she's sitting at the back of the room and you can feel something powerful cooking, but she doesn't speak up and over speak. She actually is waiting until the last moment. And then this wisdom comes out of her mouth and you're like, wow, Buddha was here the whole time. (laughs) And I love that about her. And so I want to give you a brief introduction and then we're going to dive into a really potent conversation because a lot of you know that it sticks in my craw that we are not as profitable as we can be and that building a machine is not the way to go. And so we're going to unpack that from an angle you probably don't expect that Bonnie is an expert on. So let me tell you a little bit about her. She built an $8 million construction business from the ground up over 25 years, super successful in her community. She's become very influential and sought after in her world. And she's shifted everything and is now a certified feminine power coach. And she loves working with high performance women who are at that point in their life where it's time for them to dust off their dreams. Like, don't you love that? I can already feel like, oh, I've got some things I want to dust off and want to talk to her. So welcome, Bonnie. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm so happy to be here with you. It's a mutual, you know, love fest from our, <laughs> love, from our um, Feminine Power um, pod that we've gotten to share time in. So, so pleased to be here. Yeah, I always, I, thank you. And I love that too. And I feel like if all these good, juicy, meaningful conversations we have with each other, you know, it's like, if people could just like, listen in like flies on the wall, how much value they would get. And that's why I love doing this. So I want to ask you about, we were talking about, you know, all the work that you do with women. And I said, what's the most potent thing? And I want you to share with the listeners what you said to me. The most potent thing that I've found is that just coming back to find your own voice and be in alignment with who you are at your deepest level, in line with your own values, with your own dreams, and really just knowing yourself at a, at a really deep level. Yeah. And, then, and we were talking about also how we as women, we can get stuck in what I'm going to call the traditionally masculine system. And we build businesses. We started them with, for a big why, right? Right. And, and then we find ourselves getting soul sucked into a machine, which 
excuse my French, I'm going to call a hungry bastard. They end up being a really hungry bastard. And we're such sacrificers by nature, but it's one of the things we have to break up with in business. And I love this angle that you're bringing to it about it out pictures like creating a machine and sacrificing, but the real problem that you're naming is we're not in alignment with our voice and our vision and our yearnings. Correct. And it really took me getting to a point after that, you know, being in business for 25 years of really just being so depleted that I honestly, Julie, didn't really feel like I had much to look forward to. Now, if you look at it from the outside, from the status quo for my generation, I had it all, right? I I had it all. But there was a big hole and a big yearning that I I just even couldn't necessarily name or put my finger on. And I really came to a point where I was working with a business coach at the time. And she really just posed the question to me, you have to decide if you want to live or not. Wow. And it wasn't, and the question about that wasn't really, um, did I want to live? But it was like, there was, I felt like I had done it all. I'd created this business. So what more is there to doing that? But it was running me instead of adding to my life. It was that machine. And I was wondering like, how am I going to make the next paycheck? I was tired of, you know, I had the the nice, beautiful house, but it's a little too much for me to take care of. I didn't think I could take care of it. And I couldn't from that mindset that I was in Mm -hmm. of um, just not being in that abundance and in the flow with myself and my own creativity and my own energy. So that was really a turning point when I just decided to say in that conversation, I said, I'm going to say yes to life. And we're going to see where that unfolds. And here I am, like I really, everything in my life changed. Um, Closed the business, I got divorced after 40 years, very amicably, but um, that just felt like over. This was right during COVID. I oh. moved out of my home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was like a lot. Every, every big major um, change. But I knew, Julie, that in that, my life was just beginning because I was back to myself. Mm. And all that grit and everything that I had to have to survive all that, I could now refocus that into the rediscovery and the reclaiming and having the courage to go for what I really wanted and to live in the values I wanted to and to um, create for my own for my own brilliance instead of just trying to fit into this very masculine um, world that didn't really want my heart-centered approach. Ooh. That was potent. So I want to unpack this a little bit. One of the things that I hear, and I see this a lot, is the metrics of success are defined on a traditionally masculine system. Outward appearances, revenue generation, net worth, big house, like those things. And there's nothing wrong with wanting those things or having those things. But the problem is that system has taught us to put those things over and above the heart desires of a woman, right? 
right. instead of in service to the heart desires of a woman. Right. And that is what I'm here to disrupt about as women rise, we're evolving at an epically fast rate. It requires that we evolve the way we do business at an epically fast rate. And the only thing we've known is what I call conditioned money mind and conditioned success mind around we get stuck in this groove of the chasing and the achieving, but we're not listening. When you say voice, I'm hearing deep yearnings as well as what I'm physically saying, the physical audible, what I'm saying, do I speak up is one level of voice. But another level of voice that I'm hearing you name is the deeper yearnings moving into being on the surface as par- integrated into what you would create. Yeah, right. That I agree with that. And I think a, a distinction that I'm hearing as, as I'm listening to you say that, Julie, is that those distinctions, I think, were for myself but also for what I envisioned for the world around me. Yeah. Right. And even how we did projects, like yeah. I could give you some really specific examples. Um, for example, building like the big sports stadium in our area where we were trying to meet goals. My approach was like, what if we could, what if we could introduce um, maybe, maybe say 30 people and really give them careers that gave them a sustainable income over time versus just meeting a metric that measured and had like 500 people show up on the job and had nothing to show for it 15 months later after the stadium was built they're back to the unemployment rules and all of that so even in that I think as women like we have that capacity to um to look at that bigger picture in within community as, as well. And, and what I think we need to find is the way we can rise both together, right? Where there's room for us yeah. and there's room for us to make that difference that we see outside of ourselves too. Okay. So I love this. So did you hear what she just said? So she took a yearning that she has, this is like a teaching moment here of what we're talking about of You wanted to disrupt the cycle of the people who were working on your behalf to build the stadium of not going back into the soup kitchen line and not going back into unemployment line. You wanted to disrupt that system and actually employ them to build the stadium and beyond. Like that's a vision that you had. I hear heart-centered yearning in that. Now, if women were representing the high percentage of profitable businesses and more of that kind of a thing were happening don't you think we would be living in the world we've been yearning for oh absolutely or much closer to it for sure much closer much and closer much more satisfaction so when your coach asked you do you want you have to make a choice about do when you live what i hear is did you want to thrive right it wasn't about your body being on the planet or not, or a suicide thing or not. It had nothing to do with that. It was in the context of, do you want to thrive? Do you want to feel satisfied? Do you actually want to be having an impact? Yes. And do you want to come to a place where you're creating those dreams out of a different place, out of back into that vision, instead of what 
other people thought that you should have for your life that would make you happy. Yes. Okay. Mic drop on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And saying no, thank you to, um, to whatever it is. I call it the status quo, but you could call it a, a lot of, a lot of different, a lot of different things. Um, so as we wrap up here, let's talk just a little bit about how, like when you're working with your clients and I love that your business is called Bonafide now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how does this out picture for people and how can they like flip a switch inside themselves to get out of it for the short term anyway, and get back into their voice and out of the conditioned model for success and what they're supposed to do, like the good girl syndrome of what I'm supposed to do versus what my yearning is guiding me to do. I think it takes, it, it takes, first of all, I think a big dose of self-honesty. Oh yeah. Big dose of self-honesty to go, you know, this, um, and courage too, to maybe because maybe it's something that you really do need to dust off that it's just a dream that you've had your whole life and you haven't been able to achieve it. Maybe it's something um, that it's a new yearning, but what it, whichever it is to just have the courage to, to say yes to those dreams, no matter what the cost is going to be, because there is going to be a cost. There's going to be a cost to go for your dreams at a bigger level to go for that yearning, there's that you're going to give something up in that process, but you're going to gain so much more. And without that um, capacity to to grow and to thrive, we we have to step into the unknown to be able to do that. Yeah, and know that we can, and know that we're gonna be okay. Yeah. Because there's nothing more important than being ourselves and making the difference. Each one of us makes the difference that only we can make in the world. So true. And I love the dose of self-honesty. And sometimes, you know, we have our good girlfriends for doing that and being reflected back to. And what you're leaning into is is what I would also call wild instinct, Mm -hmm. which is a way of knowing that is coupled with high creativity combined with the IntelliKey or the knowing of a soul level and checking like if I'm gonna make this move is the energy empty there oh I have this yearning how can I make this move and include my yearning in it and then there's energy like it's in season and all of a sudden there's a you I feel like when there's energy in something you can see the through line. Like it's obvious what the next thing to do is, right? I would agree. And it's always the next thing. It's always the next thing. And then the next thing. And then the next thing. And I have found that next thing often comes in a really quiet whisper. Yeah. That comes from within. When you're doing something not related to what, to where you're seeking that answer out, but it just comes in those moments and those unexpected moments. And that's when I feel like I know when to listen to it. It's not when I'm thinking about trying to find an answer, right? Like that still small voice from within that says that little nudge. It's like, Oh yeah, that's the real thing. 
that's the real me. And so in designing, developing, and building our businesses, that inner voice has to be like on the consulting team, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. And what I've witnessed and know of you is that you model that brilliantly. That there is, I can feel you listening in your field. And you also have a discernment about knowing when to speak and knowing when not to speak. And when you do speak, everyone is glued to you, listening to you. And so that's a potent thing. When you talk about finding your own voice, you're not just talking about like a speaking voice. You're talking about finding your inner voice. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Any last thoughts? My last thoughts would be don't wait and it's never too late. You know, no matter where you are in that thing, it's never, it's never too late. And when we really step into ourselves, it really always, the best is yet to come. And the the, the best is always in front of us. I want to say preach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. I love this. So Bonnie, tell people how they can find out more or reach out to you if they want to ask you a question or inquire about your services. Oh yeah, I'd love to. The best thing for me right now would be just uh, dropping me an email and that would be at livegood at bonifynow.com and bonify is B-O-N-I-F-Y now N-O-W.com. So livegood at bonifynow.com. Like, who doesn't want some of that? Like, I'm going to email you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for bringing your presence, your wisdom, and your knowledge, and like really dialing into how we can build our businesses by listening to our inner voice and why it matters so much. And by doing that, how the impact we want to have starts to come out, right? Like, I'm really touched by the story that you shared of having this yearning to for them to have jobs beyond building the stadium. We need to do more of that, right? That's how we know and feel and experience that we're having an impact versus just the doing and dabbling of running a business. That in and of itself is not interesting. We all know that, right? Right. That's part's not the interesting part. It's the having an impact part. And so I'm hearing that you just gave us like a super mic drop key to having impact is including your inner voice in the decisions that you make and letting the yearnings be integrated into the actions that you take. Well said, Julie. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Oh my God, this was so fun. I felt like we had one of our conversations with people just get to listen in, you know? Yes, yes. Thank you. It was, it was a real, real honor. And thank you for the work that you're doing to elevate women in business. So appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. If you love what you heard, Please share this podcast with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.